studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is uh, CF, a.k.a. Christopher Forges, uh, a.k.a. Mark Lord, a.k.a. Kites, uh, Clean Tom, any other names I'm forgetting? There's some other ones, but <laughs> there's too many. <laughs> They're not as recent? Or I don't know, they're just like, not important. <laughs> okay. Um... His latest releases are a whole series of mini comics. I think I have, geez, how many do I have? Six or seven or eight that you've been doing over the last three months, as well as the limited edition uh, sediment art book from Picture Box, uh, 
the Always Wonderful Power Masters series, uh, the latest Kramer's Ergot, as well as um, a comic strip in Providence's own Mother News. Thanks for joining me today, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, now, you were on, i trying to remember, it was quite a while ago, maybe like three years ago, two years ago, a while ago. Um, and we were talking about Power Masters, and I was like looking through the comics, rereading them all last night, and I really feel like since the last time we've talked, your work, you've really um, kind of taken a shift in what you've been doing. Um, kind of feel like you've stepped away from Power Masters and going somewhere else with your work. Is that true, or is it just kind of developing all kind of connected? Um, well, it's just... Uh... Yeah, Power Masters makes like certain demands or something uh, stylistically. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm still working on it. Yeah. Uh, working on number four at the oh. same time that all this other stuff is happening, but I'm not uh, releasing it because I would like it to just be like all of a sudden just like there's the new book and it's totally uh, a surprise you know <laughs> so that that's still uh, in current use you know yeah but uh, I just wanted to do some other things you know I needed to do some other things yeah um, when I was at the I went to that Brooklyn convention that uh, about a year and a half ago and there's a Nazi knife art show and uh, yeah. they had some of your pieces in there and one of them was this woman bent over on a table and it really struck me and then I started seeing that work kind of in your other comics that I hadn't seen before and it definitely felt like you were taking um, taking on something different from what I was used to in Power Masters like it's definitely a lot more uh sexually charged and kind of visceral in a way yeah well there's uh, I don't know yeah I just have different outlets for different ideas you know so yeah some stuff like that some things involving uh, I don't know like even things that like children could read maybe who knows Well, what's your process right now for drawing? Do you just put in, like, full, long days? Because you really seem to be pumping out a lot of work right now. Yeah, I just draw all day, as much as I can. Yeah. And right, I, like, take care of stuff around the house and any other responsibilities, whatever. But, like, if there's free time, then that's usually what... Uh, I want to do and then sort of what I have to do so that I can survive because yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of time and um, doesn't pay very well so. is it more if 
financially supportive than the music, or they kind of both take care of different yeah. needs? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I never really um, wanted to do what you have to do in music to make money, which is like tour all the time, you know? Yeah. And I love to travel and stuff. And I do, uh, but I I don't want to live my life like constantly doing that. I like to stay put, and I think that's because of, uh, because of drawing. It's kind of hard to like get drawing done when you're on the go all the time. I like the balance, I don't know. But uh, lately I've just been um, focusing on drawing and letting music go a little bit, and I've had more time for it because uh, all the different ideas that I had for it and all the different uh, exciting things that were coming to mind just were uh, like overwhelming uh, all my other projects just in terms of like what I was thinking about every day or something. It was, like, hard to focus on anything else. So I just gave up, and now I'm just drawing comics. For Is now, it? I don't know, build a foreseeable whatever. I mean, I'll always be doing music, but it's just, like, right now I just want to draw. It sounds like it's, they're just, you're very creative, and you need to have these creative outlets and wherever your brain kind of takes it, and that's where it goes. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, it doesn't, it slows me down. If I try to, like, push it in one direction too hard, then it just slows me down. So, if I just let everything happen, then it just all happens. It's like all just waiting to happen. That's how it feels. Is that kind of the reason behind the mini comics? Because it's just, there's such a sense of immediacy with it? Well, there's a lot of ideas with those. I mean, they function in um, all these different ways. That one is like uh, to help me live because I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, well, what can I do? I was like, I'd, maybe if I made zines, people would buy them. If they don't want to, that's fine. But I was like, it's pretty low-key, you know, I just sell them on Twitter and, and PayPal and stuff like that. And they're small editions, and they're uh, nice. And they're pieces of larger work, so they're kind of like Ashcan editions of books that Picture Box will be releasing. And not like every single zine will be, you know, published again or reprinted or anything, but just like um, a series that includes Frell and Tunic and Tim and Worst Comics 2 and uh, some other ones that are coming up. That's like all one book that's going to be, you know, like every 12 pages it's like a totally new character and like a new everything. Uh, and that's sort of like this weird, maybe even it's like a little bit goofy, but kind of like conceptual <laughs> comic book idea uh, that I think will be really good when it's done. And then in parts, it's just these like zines that are very like, you know, they're just very small and like 
just funny, you know, or strange. And uh, but each one is like sort of like these encoded, um, like really dense attempts at like condensing genre, but not in a rote way, in like a personal way. Um, and kind of like taking the idea of manga, mm-hmm. which is character-driven, character-driven stories. Sorry, my pace of talking is so slow. I'm just trying to be precise. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 good. I like this. I feel like I'm just droning on, but uh, manga uh, is character-driven, not plot-driven. So a lot of times the editors just want to see the sets of characters, and they approve the characters. They don't really care what the plots fall into they want just one another setting you know they want another scenario and from that the story writes itself so I was thinking well could you make a comic that would be like very evocative in some way that would just be four pages that would uh, introduce a character you know that you'd feel like you knew or seemed familiar and yet was also brand new. It's like an old story told in a new way, which is basically what comics deal in, is uh, mythological reconstruction and recombination and like, especially in the U.S., like keto archetypes and um, all that kind of stuff. So I was trying to look at the largest picture of, or I am still trying to look at the largest picture of comics that I can, like newspaper strips and things from Europe and Japan and woodcuts and just like all of it because I think in order for comics to be great like people need to have a broad view you know yeah so I don't know I'm just trying to make comics that interest me and sort of maybe taking a break from Power Masters which is almost like uh, um I know it's like such a mess and it's so weird or whatever, but just trying to be more like make more of like a traditional comic or something. It's well, it's funny because I, I was. It sounds so stupid, or maybe it sounds pretentious. Or Not at all, because like I was reading when I was reading this stuff last night. I was uh, the worst comics. Like I felt like was you doing a manga comic, like right there. And also, yeah, or trying to. I don't know. It's just like it is what it is. It's like here it is. Like I drew it. This is what it is. Like you know what else I've done. Yeah. Like you do that, and like here I am doing this, and I'm just trying to say like, you know, go ahead and draw or whatever. You know? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I mean, among other things, you know, but that's yeah. the spirit. That's the spirit of cartooning. Well, and, there's something interesting when you think about like these manga guys where they would just draw. I mean, that's just it. They would draw and draw and draw and draw and just have these volumes of work. Um, there's something amazing about that ability, especially, I mean, looking at someone like Tezuka, where there's so much there. But it really feeds into this, like, you just got to keep drawing and just let the comics go where they will. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you allow yourself to experiment, which a lot of times is another way of saying just like don't take yourself so seriously or don't think every second that you know exactly what you're doing and like you have to be like uh, just rationally smartly aware of like all of your skill patterns 
you can let yourself break out of that. And, um, I don't know. If I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because you say if you allow yourself to experiment, in a way, you're kind of doing the opposite where your work is primarily pretty experimental and you're doing this more right now, these more traditional type works mixed in with some very, very experimental work. Kind of, it's it's interesting. Like I would say this, the worst comics, very kind of in a lot of ways straightforward or like the marionette survivals, pretty, got some interesting straightforward stuff. Um, yeah. And the story you did in the latest Kramers, you know, it's pretty straightforward. Well, it is like more traditional in a way. You think? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's very interesting. Yeah. See, I don't know, because it, it's so funny. Because for me, it feels like so experimental. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because it's for me, I feel like I pushed so hard when I was younger to do try to find like something like totally new, or yeah. try to attempt to do something that would feel at least to me like sitting and drawing. It would feel like I was doing something new, even if I was deluding myself. It's something like that I felt like I, I'm really interested in this and like I think it has a place you know just by virtue of like offering something different and um, in comics there's a lot of reprocessing and a lot of like um, you know different people hitting the same bank and stuff yeah and that's cool and that's like one of the coolest things about comics and I love that to do that in my work but like in other ways I like to um I don't know, just to try something different. It sounds like you're reading a lot of comics right now, too. Is that the case? I'm not, really. No. I'm not. Just, I read so many comics for so many years, and then, like, I've been engrossed in this one project in comics for so many years, and then I was just like, all right, it's 2012. Like, I just can't wait anymore. Like, I have to just do all these ideas. Like, a lot of that stuff is just, like, things that I've felt like doing for years, but either I didn't have the skill or I didn't have, like, the wherewithal to let myself go enough to um, sink time into something that might just be, like, a total embarrassment or just, like, really mediocre or, you know, whatever. But for whatever reason now, I feel, like, ready to um, do what feels like to me like I don't know just like crucial crucial thing and let everybody else make everything else because <laughs> when I started drawing Paramasters nobody drew anything like that and now like tons of people draw stuff sort of like that and so I just think like well that's fine and like I'll finish my project uh, but meanwhile it's like I have other projects in mind so I'm just starting those too the biggest of which is Warner Genetics House, which is the marionette survival and that story, and Kramer's are both pieces of that. And then the new one is coming out soon, which is called Open Window. And that is a 16-page comic, which will be printed on 11 by 17, so it'll be like a nice big zine. Oh, nice. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the work that really struck me as being from somewhere else, like a different part of your brain. That's that's the big work that's like um, closest that's like that's coming out in the fall basically Picture Box is making a book of that in the fall oh okay so that will be finished by August and then um, 
the whole other smaller zines will be coming out that entire time. It's a little, uh, little eight or four pages or twelve pages, however you count them. I don't know. But um, the smaller zines, those will be happening too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know whenever that those terminate. I don't know. I'll just keep doing them, and then when I feel finished, then they'll be done, and then that book will come out. And um, there's some other stuff that I don't want to talk about because I don't want to ruin it for myself. But I have a plan for a project that follows that too. Okay. Or like in the fall and the winter and stuff. So I'll be drawing a lot. Do you find you draw more uh, in the winter when the weather's keeping you inside? I don't know. I used to try to figure that out, but I just I don't know anymore. Now my studio has four windows and they're all big and beautiful, but I keep all the uh, curtains drawn all day um, when I'm working. So yeah. like, when I open shop, I close the curtains. When I close shop, I open the curtains. No distractions. Yeah. <laughs> How long um, do you have a projected length for the that Mary, or I don't forget the name of the story you're doing. With the the Mary Warm Genetics story. House stuff. Warm Genetics House. I love that. Yeah. Uh, like, how how long will the book be? Yeah, or is it kind of you're still working out the length? Yeah, no, the book the book will probably be about it's short. It's like sixty or eighty pages or something, and there'll be like maybe five or six stories, and it's going to be like actually it's going to be printed bigger than the original artwork. So oh, nice! All the art and it will actually be larger, um, whereas all the other art. Uh, all my other comics have always been printed either actual size or smaller. So. Wasn't, uh, like, I think If and Oof for Chip and Dale was blown up, wasn't it? Yeah, this is the first time I'll ever do anything scaled up like this. Does it change how you're drawing it? Yeah, definitely. And, like, there's a lot of scale issues at play in general in that book. Like, as it goes on, it's it's not all um, I don't know how to explain it but yeah we get to <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was this your decision that you wanted to see it blown up so I think that's interesting like not many people do something like that uh, yeah yeah it was my decision I it's been like a lot of a lot of questions like that I mean that's what's nice about doing the games as well and that's why they're like ash cans were in the old days, which is like we're going to make this thing, we're making it on the deadline, and um, let's try some stuff out, or like let's get an idea of what this feels like in the hand or something, you know. So did you read a lot? Like I wasn't sure. Different sizes and different, you know, just different stuff, different sizes. Yeah, but like you talk about ash cans, and that to me refers to like. You know, image comics or like Malibu comics from nineteen ninety six and ninety seven. Was that? Did you read stuff like that? Or? Totally, of course. Yeah. I mean, I grew up at like one of the darkest chapters. You know, <laughs> like just Todd McFarlane. I had like a video of Todd McFarlane like hanging out with Rob Liefeld, like talking about how to draw and stuff when I was a kid. I remember Todd McFarlane used to print like uh, he printed a picture of like his mansion or like a big stairway on his house and like his his like Lamborghini or something 
he printed pictures of that shit in the back of like uh, one of his comics ones. It's like to the prove, comic. Like, yeah, to like prove like to prove it. It's like uh, <laughs> the comic version of Cribs or something. I thought that was yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that was a weird time, you know. Is I don't it, even know what's happening now. I'm like totally ignorant in general. I don't think you're missing too much. Profit's good. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, one of the books, Extreme Comics, um, that's probably one of your more experimental things that you put together, I found, at least to myself, as you state on the cover, caution, not for all people. Um, but it kind of, it's, it's interesting because, like, it's almost like poetry comics in a way, like concrete poetry. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm curious, like, what's is that just like putting together random ideas you're kind of doing on the side of the table, and just things that stick out? It was like kind of trying to hit tropes that would be related to any kind of like. By extreme, I mean, like, um, I mean, really, it's kind of a false book. I guess if it was truly, well, I don't know, yeah. No, it's not. I think, you know, extreme implies all the way one thing, you know? Yeah. And, like, this, not that. So, uh, I was trying to think about the extreme of comics in terms of, like, crude drawing and simple drawing. Um, different kinds, you know, like maybe a little bit thinking about like even like a maybe like French drawing, like John Dufay or something like that, or Paul Clay or something like that. Okay. Um, as like okay, it's this very elegant, like simple cartoon, or like um, certain kinds of outsider art or something like that. Do you know uh, Jason McLean's stuff? Uh -uh. He's kind of a contemporary to Mark Bell. There's a little bit that reminded me of kind of what he was doing because he would do these like minis that would just be like a series of words or just odd things put together to kind of give you a bigger yeah, idea. Yeah, like automatic, automatic surrealist drawing and stuff like that. But then yeah. also. I don't know, like bathroom drawing and stuff like that, or like racist drawings, or um, you know, just like end of the line kind of shit. But also trying to avoid like actually really making it like a joke that could be dethroned by somebody. Yeah. Like if it had like a point or it had like a real like punchline, it wouldn't be like totally extreme enough because it would be like gag drawings so I was like this need to be, all these drawings need to be like so extreme that they like can't be broken <laughs> and then there's even a drawing in there that says I am the most extreme but instead of even being written out with the normal cadence one of the words is unnaturally like divided there's like a blank spot in it so it's like even the writing is like totally extreme and like dislocated like but it's very easy to read, nonetheless. So it's like you know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
that's kind of what cartoons is. You know, that's that's what comics is. You know, it's just like you don't got to draw every single brick in that wall. It's like everybody knows you put a little thing in there, and it's like that's a brick wall. Yeah. So there's there's efficiency and there's beauty, just like always. So and elegance, to me, represents the perfect mixture of both, and that's what the best cartoons hold. Sorry, it looks like nothing a little bit, but so beautiful, you know. And yeah. That is, that's like what nature has going for it as well. So I think there was some element in that being it's extreme comics. I'm trying to say like nature or something, natural force, like comics are natural human beings, like the Romans wrote on the walls and everybody writes on the bathroom walls. Everybody doodles on the telephone and stuff like that. It's uh express, like express love for that or something. Yeah. It's kind of like uh I'm trying to think of the word for it, like a very um proletariat idea behind it, like in a way there's an entry levelness to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um there's something else I was gonna ask about that book, but my brain works very slowly. Sometimes, um, Back to it. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I was wondering. Um, you're talking about your drawing in your studio and close the windows, and like you posted photos of of your drawing pages, and I look at this and I kind of you. you I'm presuming you also have a sketchbook that you probably use as well. Yeah. And what kind of role does that and play? I, I make um, just also just drawings, you know, all the time. That are just sort of stay in the studio. So <laughs> <laughs> what? What would you do, Sam? I'm sorry. Well, do you like? Is that something you got to kind of take outside of the studio? And do drawing just like when you're out and about with friends, and sometimes it's probably oh yeah, sketchbook, yep, 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 yep. But I don't draw comics out in the world. Like it's too difficult to do that. I did a little bit. I did for one zine. That's a secret. Uh. But that was a long time ago. Or that was a year ago. I'm thinking some of this stuff in sediment has some sketchbook drawing in it. That's true. Yeah, that has like a wide variety of sources. What was it like putting this book together for you? Like, did you have something in mind, or is, did Dan just kind of say you draw good? Was originally, I, I wanted to do that like maybe five years ago or something and I tried and failed many times to like assemble drawings that I thought were like close you know to what I wanted or something and um it just sucked and like I just never it just wasn't good enough or something and then finally I was ready to do it so I did it I don't know, but some of them, a bunch of those drawings are drawings that I drew for people that subscribed to Power Masters 3, like pre-ordered it, mm-hmm. and like, they paid a little extra to get um, a small drawing by me, and uh, it was like at an uncertain time, you know, like financially and all this stuff, uh, in terms of like, putting the book out, and um, like, 
it was just very uh I was really heartfelt, like just so happy and like thankful. So it's like I really wanna try to make good drawings for everybody. And then I thought, well this is a perfect opportunity to use these drawings as a basis for this book that's already kind of like you know, I had like some pages for it and stuff, so but the original idea came from Hakusai Manga. He was, you know, Hakusai, the Japanese uh, printmaker. He had these books that were called manga, which just means like uh, like thoughtless drawing, careless drawing, or um, you know, like natural drawing. It's like sort of untranslatable kind of thing, I guess. I don't know, or so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they're just like outrageously, insanely beautiful books, you know? And they were printed in that French fold style, um, which fascinated me because I was, uh, you know, that you could have a pattern on the on the paper edge and stuff. So. It was an experimental drawing book, basically. That was the idea. And the mm-hmm. title is because all the work is from many different sources over not a huge period of time, but like maybe two years, three years, something, and then maybe a few things that are, like, very, very old. Um, like, the color studies are, like, I don't know, like, those are pretty old. <laughs> that's the stuff that's got, like, a lot more, like, just less ink line definition, just more kind of blended colors in the figures? Yeah, just, like, the blobs, blobs of colors, yeah, and, like, armatures and uh, deposits and stuff like that. Yeah made paintings like that for a long time just like stacking them up um, and I only showed them once I think but I put some in there for posterity <laughs> do, you, do you prefer working in black and white than color or is it just kind of what fits the project I like black and white because it's more unreal um, for me yeah you can just the less you're describing the more people are imagining and then like you can kind of break a lot of rules and like nobody notices or something Um, but once color is introduced and like deep tonality and stuff like that then the volumetric space is like infinitesimally described, you know? Yeah. And there's sort of like less room for the imagination or something. And what I, one of the things that appeals to me about cartoons in general is, you know, like how little, how little does it take? We know how much you can spend <laughs> and we know how much material you can put into something. Like we know what Hollywood is, but like, what's the opposite of that? I don't know, so that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I don't know. I just feel like I'm talking crazy when people ask me questions. (laughs) No, no, it it makes sense. You make a lot of sense. I I think sometimes maybe my questions don't make sense. and (laughs) Maybe you're stuck trying to answer or something. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, One of the things that strikes me in in, in this book specifically is, I mean, they're one-page drawings, but it seems like you're 
trying there's a certain I almost want to say like hermetic quality to like within each of these particular images like there's a what there's like a what? hermetic like you're uh or like alchemaic like there's Oh, hermetic quality is anything. Yeah. Like airtight. Maybe a little. Um, well, that's that's the that's the definition. Yeah. I, like I think yes, I think you're right. <laughs> um, like when you're composing an image, do you want to kind of bring in a lot of different ideas and have them play together on that one page, or that one sheet? Um, it's it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's something it's the kind of thing it's a little embarrassing to talk about because you don't really have a good answer or something. Like uh I think it has to do with composition right yeah. now. And that basically, uh you know, there's the balance of the pictures like blacks or something, you know? Yeah. Like, or lights, you know, like Caravaggio or something, or still eyes or something. Like, or I mean, uh, fucking uh, Cezanne, sorry. Caravaggio, <laughs> <laughs> too, I guess, whatever. But Cezanne was what I was thinking of, but I said Caravaggio. Um, it's just like the flatness or something. If you look at a picture in a flat way, you can see the, you know, like Kirby or something like that. Yeah. And then there's the way that like meaning is balanced or something like who's smart or something or however you say his name he I won't like, get it right <laughs> he has like umbrellas and like you know store signs and then like maybe a little piece of trash or something and those are all things that you're like okay like yeah umbrella means something maybe it's kind of rain you know like whatever so uh there's these, those are like two layers or something that I just named. And then I feel like there's maybe five or six other layers that like I don't understand. And uh, I don't really know why things turn out the way they do. Like pretty much most of the time. And like I think the more that I um, learn like when the right time to push is and when the right time to hang back is then like then the better stuff comes out and so yeah I don't know drawing is very mysterious <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> it's okay but I think that's what makes it so fascinating to me and why it's so helpful to me in my life you know and why like when I'm not doing it I kind of just lose my mind yeah and I think it's just just a necessary but normal like just just really like almost mundane part of life but it's very magic too and I think that a lot of things in life can be that way it's just like you have to um, not be so scared of it and like not turn it into a chore all the time and like you know not like hate your fucking life yeah <laughs> so that's what I'm about that's what I try to do so I'm I, just like, I enjoy drawing, and I'm just trying to do that as much as I can. I have a friend that's kind of like that with his own comics, where he 
he, he draws them as much as he wants to, but he's like does not want it to be something where he has to have a certain amount, or else he just knows he'll hate it. And this is the one thing he knows he really loves. I just I don't know if it's my personality or whatever, but it, it's just that I if I tell myself that I have to do something, then it's just like I'll never fucking do it because it's just I just won't. You know, yeah. it's like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the minute it's like an obligation, it's like, I hate it. And I like, I don't like, I don't want to take responsibility for that. But it's like, if I just take responsibility for everything, then I do what I want, and it seems to work out. So, You don't want to have animosity towards a creative outlet. What's that? You don't want to have any kind of animosity towards a creative outlet. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing. I mean, I've just been through a long period of just, like, hating it. And, I mean, it's always hard, and you do always kind of, like... It is always scary, <laughs> like, facing it. But then you remember that, like, well, that's why it's interesting. That's why I'm doing it. Like, if it wasn't scaring me, then it would be, like, really... I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge, you know? Yeah, no, um, I like that. And, like... It's fun, I don't know. And it's, uh, there's some, I think there's some things to be learned in there. Just like anything. So. And I think what you're saying about, like. It's it's a continued decision that I make all the time to draw comics. Because the only way I can draw them is to think that I can just stop drawing them anytime I feel like it. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm crazy. I think what you're saying earlier about like how you kind of jump around for these different projects definitely feeds into that because I look at um, Power Masters and these all these kind of different stories and these different ideas kind of floating through there and I think if you had to just focus on that one series I could see it just being really confining yeah yeah, and I think it just started to feel that way because I just the ideas were just piling up to this point, and I was trying to just be really strict, you know. Yeah. Like, no, you gotta you finish this book, and you work on the next book, and you work on the next book, and that's how we do things in the USA. And I was just like, dude, what? <laughs> like, can I live? Like, I'm trying to draw. Like, can I let myself draw? Like, I want to draw this other stuff. Yeah. Can I that? And like I'm an artist, can I like make some work? Is that alright? You know, like is it that confusing or is it that hard to understand? It's just like I don't know. So everybody's saying they're ready for like all this comics, all these weird comics and everybody wants to comics, it's like, all right, well here they are. <laughs> <laughs> I and like we're doing them. I really we're like doing them all. <laughs> we're just gonna do them all now. I really like actually how you're doing this though like with these mini comics because it's like there's, there's something exciting about like getting a comic and I have no idea what's what's going to be in it when it comes in the mail but yeah because like, it's old days like when I would get the spit and a half catalog from Porcelino it would just be like these beautiful descriptions that you would write that were just like so just perfect you know yeah, and you could tell he just put so much work into it, but it was just to try to describe and like let people know, like give people an idea. You know, it's really hard to do that, and it's hard to do without spoiling it too, kind of in a way. 
and that's the problem with a short comic like on the internet you post like a page it's kind of like well I don't really want to show a whole page because like that's part of the story you're giving away you know yeah so I don't know it's confusing to me so I was a little bit confused about how to show you know a bit what it's like and not like spoil this prize because I do think that's one of the sweetest things about getting something in the mail I think uh, especially with Warm Genetics uh, or Warm Genetics House, uh, it's definitely a book of surprises where, like, each page, like, there's something different going on, and especially the, uh, that last page of the Marionette Survival was, was something else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, pop ending. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. That's a whole joke, you know, it's like, it's, uh, number is popping and then it's like sort of Warholian to just repeat an image like that and then it's also like you know it's very like popular to do something like that <laughs> in a way you know people notice that kind of thing or whatever I don't know it's like just it's a bit of a joke yeah but that's for the liner notes I don't know I'm, what do you think do you have an opinion on this I like if it I'm thinking if I'm thinking stuff about this work, should I write it down and share it, or is it enough to just have these comics? Is it annoying? Do people just want to read comics, or do they want to read all the stupid other ideas, too? I think they each have their place. Um, I personally am liking this kind of random, odd way of, like, here's this way of getting comics. I know some friends of mine have missed out because they don't have Twitter accounts. They're like, oh, hey, yeah, there's these comics. Like, oh, um, but I also kind of like like it's kind of it's very old school in a way. And like I'm not a big web comic guy, so I'm all about the print. Yeah, I I, I mean that stuff's awesome, and like I want to do PDFs and all that too. It's like nothing. It's not like just doing one thing isn't always a judgment on the other, you know. Yeah. But like. I mean, just for me, I was just, I'm just trying to please myself and, like, be excited, you know, have a good time and all that, and oh. um, do it in a way that, like, I enjoy and I feel good about, and, like, honestly, that I can hopefully make a little money from, <laughs> uh, in the meantime, you know, between, like, fin starting a book and finishing a book, it takes a lot of time, and, I don't know. Like, I definitely feel... I feel like if you had ideas about a book that you wanted to share, um, I always love to hear what authors think of their own work or reflections on their own work. Um, that's a particular interest of mine, but I also, uh, in a way, don't think you need to have that because the work it shouldn't should be connected. Be. I don't no. think it should be in the same place. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> There's this story yeah. of. Uh, Charles Burns bringing his work to uh, Art Spiegelman for Raw, and Burns going off and wanting to tell Spiegelman all about like the ideas behind it, and like Spiegelman just cut him off. And so I just want to enjoy the work for for what it is. Like I don't. It's totally, not... yeah. Totally, and I think that's part of what the zines offer too. Is just that it's just like, in a way, on the internet, everything has a frame of reference, you know. Yeah. Not more than in the real world, like. If you find something on the street, you just really don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> uh, and so it's cool with the zines because it's like it could be anywhere, you know. 
Yeah. But there's a link back to the internet on them, you know. There's yeah. A so, what's the choice for you kind of taking on the Twitter account? Because, I mean, you seem, for the most part, a pretty private guy. Um, yeah. And, like, I know there's the fake Twitter account. Or was it just kind of... It was. There was, yeah, and then it got shut down, I guess. Um, but, uh, that was, like, it was funny because I had friends that had started using Twitter that were showing me it, and, um, and then right at that same time, that fake Twitter account came up, so I was, like, reading that one, and then I was reading my friends. Um... And I don't know, I was just like thinking about what's Twitter or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's a very interesting website. And um, it functions in a way that I feel comfortable with, so I use it. Yeah. It's, it, it, the, you even did a tweet today, like I think not too long ago before we did this, and it kind of reminded me of like something out of the extreme comics. <laughs> what the list of uh, materials? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is kind of like extreme comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The internet. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's there. The internet. Yeah. Um, I had some just some I thoughts or interests when I was. Uh, rereading Power Masters and one of the things that stuck out to me I was wondering if you'd ever been into um, any uh, Jodorowsky movies like The Holy Mountain oh yeah yeah definitely I love him he's like such a good artist like very inspiring dude were there uh, oh, go ahead yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of where I was thinking earlier with like this, uh, like, idea of like this alchemy in there was just kind of something that like I see kind of in specifically like I really see like some kind of linkage between say El Topo and the Holy Mountain and and what I'm seeing in Power Masters. Not like a you're copying this linkage, but I think like there's these ideas that like are flowing through. And it's weird. Because uh, it's not so. It's like I haven't ever studied alchemy or looked at anything like that too much. Because I I don't want superficial elements. Yeah. To, like in there too much, you know, or anything. It's like if I'm gonna do that, study that, then I'm gonna do that. But it's like I don't. I don't feel the need to do that. And it's like I already have this practice of drawing that is working for me. So I just draw, and I don't really, like I said, it's not, I don't necessarily understand everything about it. But that is embarrassing to say because it's, it makes it out to be uh, like very, very strange when it's just pretty normal, actually. And I think that, that most people, when they draw it this way, and that's like one of the ways that drawing works, you know. That's like a very interesting thing about drawing. Well, I think it's kind of a measure of is the work personal to you or are you just doing commercial art? Like, and, the, and this is this 
definite distinction in comics where like I was talking to some friends about some work and it's like well could they do this X thing um, and it still be personal and still have themselves in the work and well what commercial art means of course is like repeatable results you know yeah why you get illustrators to draw comics in the early days because it was like can you draw a fucking stove like over and over again it's gonna look like a fucking stove like every panel like yes okay then you should draw maybe you can draw these comics then because you go draw this dude like 3,000 times and he's gotta look exactly the same in every panel and all that kind of stuff like doing things you don't want to do yeah capable of forcing forcing yourself to come up with solutions to problems that basically like are not the main goal you know like putting the plumbing in the house, putting the electricity in the house. Like, you're not even living in the house. You're just like, yeah, you know, it's like so much work. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're painting and la di da, you're an artist, it's like, ah, no, I must change it. And no, I'm going back. And like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and okay, this is my new work. And this is my new work. You know, like you can reinvent yourself over and over again. If you're in comics, you're supposed to just sit right down in a chair and just draw a dude same dude like you know forever like, yeah sit down pick something to do like and become the guy that's like good at doing that and then just do that forever you know it's just like I don't know I can't do that or maybe I could but I don't want to just I just want to be myself you know yeah and make different things and it's like writers make different books, you know? Yeah. Movie makers make different films, like, people do different stuff. Movies do westerns, you know? Joe Rasky's cool in that way, too, because he's so expansive, and he's seeing so many different things, like, he's seeing, like, a spiritual history or something, or these different, like, divining practices, or, like, trans self-transformation, like, paths and all that. And then he's also seeing like, <clears throat> like carnival culture and Mexican, like whatever, just everything, you know, just like, and just taking it all in and then living inside like his own strength and like taking something out of that as like a gift for everyone, which is like his movies, you know. Yeah. Movies are really special, you know. You have to have a very very strong will to make movies like that. You can't just play around, and you can't just sort of halfway think this would be interesting or something. It's like that's the kind of movie that people give their lives to. And I think that's why we he only has you know a handful of movies, right? Like, and I think that's really interesting. It's like he can only do so many. I mean, he has tons of comics. I mean, it's a, substantially more comics than movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're near the end of our time here. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time with me. Uh, CF, aka Christopher Forges, aka Mark Lord, um, uh, Kites, and more. Your just a reminder, folks. Um, we've been talking a lot about his mini comics, and if you want to find out when he'll be having more mini comics for sale. Follow him on Twitter at Zepfan69. 
And uh, you mentioned you might be having some more mini comics coming out soon. Yeah, all the time. Drawing all the time. All the time. I have to go draw right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the lamp is already turned on. So. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. 